Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good evening, I'm Jenna Harner, and welcome to The Final Word, the show that invites you, the fans, into the conversation. You can get your opinion on TV right here every Sunday night. And let's get started by introducing you to our esteemed panel. Tonight's three panelists, please welcome two-time Stanley Cup champion, the old 2-9er, Phil Bork. Well, usually I just come here for the food and the free drinks, but, <laughs> you know, this one's a little bit special. We got 16 days till hockey playoffs start, 11 days to the NFL draft. You got MLB baseball, you have NBA basketball. We need an hour here tonight. Uh, half an hour is not long enough. The most wonderful time of the year. From our partner, DKPittsburghForce.com, Dave Kovacevic. He comes for the company. Don't let him <laughs> lie to you. You know, Jenna and Phil, and to all who observe, a very happy The Pirates Are Over 500 day. Woo, let's celebrate. And from the Trib, Steelers radio host, Tim Benz. Jenna, I imagine in Pittsburgh, this wasn't very widely watched today, but I do think this Nets Celtics series might be worth a look. Yes even in Pittsburgh. Oh, keep your eyes posted there. Well, some of the topics we'll be talking about tonight. Five words on the Penguins chances after Tristan Jari's injury. What should be the Pirates next move after locking up Hayes and Reynolds? Is Kevin Colbert Hall of Fame worthy and the Pens 16 season playoff streak? But first, the night's big topic, the injury to Tristan Jari, a broken foot and he's week to week. Borky, how can the Penguins best compensate for the loss of Jari, especially if he misses playoff time? Well, yeah, we really just don't know how long he's going to be. Um, they said it's week to week, one week, two weeks, three weeks. Do we really know how do they compensate that? Number one, uh, we believe in Casey the Smith. That's number one. Number two, I sure would like the Penguins to play uh, more urgent uh, defensive hockey and support a guy like Casey the Smith. I know they can do it. They won 10 games in a row. They didn't forget how to do it. I just think the urgency has been down a little bit. Yeah, especially in the first two minutes against Boston the other day. Dan? An urgency can be created by situations, and we've seen that with this team all winter long. You go back to some of their earlier successes that they had when they were missing a bunch of guys, and they would go into places like Toronto where the Leafs had won like 10 in a row, and the Penguins would just get in their faces and shut them down. That's the kind of hockey they need to get back to. But, Phil, I'm going to respectfully disagree. I'd like to see at least some Louis Domingue. You know, I mean, he's a bigger guy. Uh, he has some pedigree himself. We saw what he did. It was just one game, but that game out in San Jose, let's, let's at least take a look at these last few games. Tim, how do they best compensate here? Uh, they compensate with Casey Smith playing goalie like he's never played before. Uh, at the level of Tristan Jari before the All-Star break, 
heck at the level of Matt Murray during the postseason when they won cups. I mean, that's how they compensate. They get good goaltending from the backup. Now, it wouldn't hurt if they didn't make mistakes at the blue line, if they didn't pass up open shots, uh, if they were responsible in their own end without making bad turnovers. Certainly all that would help, but I'm looking to see how much Casey DeSmith can step up between the pipes personally. Well, a reminder, you can keep the comments coming. You can find us on Twitter at WPXI Final Word, on Facebook at The Final Word. And now it's time for five words. Give us five words on the Penguins Stanley Cup hopes given the injury to Jari. From Facebook, they're not winning it anyway. Some optimism there, no doubt. From Twitter, get the golf clubs ready. Also from Twitter, do not count them out. We really got both sides here. Borky, give us five words on the Penguins Stanley Cup chances after Jari's injury. Penguins should play the <laughs> underdog. Listen, this hasn't happened in a long time for the Pittsburgh Penguins. They're not going to get home ice advantage, and that might be a good thing, actually, to roll into New York, roll into Carolina, or roll into Florida, because it looks like you're going to play one of those three teams and play that underdog role. I can't even remember. I had to go all the way back to maybe, what, 13 12, maybe 2011 is the last time the Penguins were maybe an mm -hmm. underdog. There's nothing wrong with that. And to roll in on the road, win that game number one, whether it's Madison Square Garden, whether it's in Raleigh or South Florida, I think that might be a good thing for these Pittsburgh Penguins. That was something we talked about on 11 on the ice. No doubt they've been so successful on the road this season. Dan, your five words. Uh, ask me in two minutes because that's how long it takes the Penguins seemingly to prepare for every game they play or for that matter, every period that they enter. That has to stop. That is the hallmark of a team that is not completely focused. To what Phil is saying, and I agree with this completely, this team has lacked that little extra oomph for about two or three months right now, really getting back to going back to January when they were, they were letting their power play carry them at 37%. This team needs to have everybody playing 200-foot in-your-face hockey. It's the only way they're going to overcome the loss of Jari, regardless of if it's DeSmith or Dominion net. And no doubt you need that little bit of extra oomph as you're moving into the playoffs just two weeks away, a little over two weeks away. Tim, your five words. Minimal before, even less now. And that's talking about Stanley Cup chances as the question was posed. Now, to Phil's point about the first round series, yeah, I mean, there have been bigger upsets of teams that have lost in the first round, and maybe the Penguins can pull off an upset. But to win it all, especially starting without their uh, top goaltender, I don't think I give them much of a chance. I mean, it's a little intellectually dishonest to have talked ourselves all season long into Tristan Jari being capable of shelving last season's playoff disappointment and being the guy who he's been in the regular season in this playoff and then just assume, oh, well, DeSmith can just jump right in there and make everything better himself. That's a little bit too much of a leap for me. Yeah, and this was something, no doubt, that we expected Jari was looking forward to in the sense that he would have potentially the redemption coming into this postseason. It'll be interesting to see how the next couple weeks of things shake out, no doubt about that. Well, the Pens are back in action Thursday against Boston at home. We are talking baseball coming up next, though. The Pirates giving contracts to Key Brian Hayes and Brian Reynolds. But what's their next move? From Facebook, sign five or six top-quality players, not just two. Like the panel who? debates. <laughs> like who? We'll talk more about that coming up next on the final word.
And welcome back to the final word. I'm Jenna Harner with Phil Bork, Dane Kovacevic and Tim Benz. The Pirates have key Brian Hayes and Brian Reynolds with new contracts. So what should be their next big rebuilding move? Tim, we start with you. Well, I'm going to default to a Seinfeld line that I've been using here over and over again about these deals. The next big move is to make sure they hold on to these guys. Uh, I don't know about pending move, maybe bring up O'Neill Cruz. That would be great. But when it comes to these two deals in particular, it's not just the taking of the reservation. It's the holding of the reservation <laughs> for the cynics in the room about the Pirates and their business dealings. Uh, this is fantastic that they've done this. I'm glad that they did it. But now they've also fixed a price point for at least two years with Reynolds and what eight more years with Hayes. I just want to see them kept so that they're still here when this alleged wave of great young talent through recent drafts and trade acquisitions gets here. From Facebook, Chad says, sign some decent free agents to start. Borky, the Penguins had to build from the ground back up or ground up back in your day. What could the Pirates learn from how the Penguins did it? Well, I'm going to speak a little bit more like a fan than a hockey analyst trying to talk about baseball here. And, you know, when I asked my 16-year-old son to go to a Pirates game, he's like, nah, Dad. You know, <laughs> and six years ago, he was begging me for tickets. I want them to hang on to guys. I want to be proud to be a Pittsburgh Penguin fan. And Travis Williams is a really good friend of mine, so I'm going to choose my words very carefully here as the president of the, of the Pittsburgh Pirates. And I want to be proud to be a Pittsburgh Pirate fan again. I want to take my kid to the game. So many people I know that are Pirates fans, they kind of say it under their breath. So that's, that's a, a kind of an answer where it's not very technical. It's not re really answering your question, Jenna. But as a fan, as a Pittsburgh fan, and to be the way the Penguins were back in the 80s where people were in bags over the head because they were embarrassed to be a, a Penguins fan, the way a lot of people are embarrassed to be a Pirates fan. Let's get it back, man. Hang on to your guys. Pay your guys. Stop worrying so much about the bottom line and start hanging on to players that we know are good, that we want to see here in five. 10 and 15 years down the road. That's a sentiment I think a lot of Pirates fans share with you. Dan, your thoughts? Well, the Pirates just did pay uh, Hayes and Reynolds. Uh, Hayes, they hold his rights now for nine years. They hold Reynolds' rights for four years. Tim's right. You, when you do those kinds of deals, you don't trade them. Right. Uh, and, that, yes. and that's what has to happen uh, here for this team. But when you look at the system, and, and Tim used the, the term alleged, and I understand everybody's got a right to be cynical. I've seen these prospects. Uh, they have a whole bunch of them on the way here. It's not going to be this year. It's only going to start to get here next year. But what's coming is very real. Uh, who are they going to sign next out of the group that's on the current roster? That would be an absolutely nobody. You know why? There's nobody there worth doing it. You can't do it with David Bednar because he's a relief pitcher. But there will be players in the future, uh, in the very near future, who will be worth as, those kinds of deals. And when we talked with players in particular, Key Brian Hayes earlier this week, mm -hmm. he preached how much those younger guys, the talent that they he have and how excited them. fans yeah. are going to be he, when he they... legitimately loves them, yeah, yes. he really does. Well, switching to the Steelers, by all accounts, this is Kevin Colbert's last draft coming up with the Pittsburgh Football Club. Is Kevin Colbert worthy of consideration for the Pro Football Hall of Fame? Dan, we'll start with that. That's tough. Uh, you know, he's won enough to be considered, um, and he's been around certainly long enough, more than long enough to be considered. But here's Kev's problem. He's never, ever, ever sought in any way, shape, or form the spotlight, and that makes an impact uh, not only on the public and, the, and people outside Pittsburgh, but the selectors themselves. 
The selectors tend to be a group of writers and older uh, and, and older uh, veterans, that was meaning the Pro Football Hall of Fame committee, and it's not not the normal type of selection process the way it is in other sports. I, I it, it's going to be a tough sell, but it is sellable. Yeah, this is a tough one. From Twitter, two Super Bowl runs under his direction seems like a good reason to me. Tim? Yeah, I think he's going to get in, actually. And I know what Dan's talking about in that he's not been a big-name personality. But I right. think when it comes to the contributors to the NFL, to the executives of the NFL, when that name gets introduced for the first time, people are going to go, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, they haven't had a losing season in X number of years by whatever time that gets to. Uh, that thought can be applied to Colbert just like it can to Tomlin. And I think Colbert, with the swath of time that he's been here since 2000, uh, I think the rest of the resume will oversell his lack of selling himself. Yeah, I was just going to say the yeah, resume speaks for itself right there. Forky, your thoughts? I'm going to say yes, and, and Dan, I can respect what you're saying because he's not a flashy guy. He mm -mm. does put himself out there a lot. <laughs> but also, here's a guy for over 20 years, worked for the Rooney family, and was able to inject himself in the spotlight when necessary, but also he stood in the shadows, I think because of the family he worked for, that it fits so well that he kind of he read the room. And here's a guy went to three Super Bowls in five years. He won two of them and a lot of draft picks, later round draft picks, and say what you want about A.B., but he was a six-round pick, yes. and he was on a path to being the greatest wide receiver ever in the history of the game before he imploded and did what he did to himself. Uh, but I, I love the way this guy has gone about his business, and I think if there were more voters from inside the NFL community, it would be a slam dunk. But because maybe yeah. his face hasn't been out there and there's not that wow factor, that actually might hurt him a little bit when it comes to the votes. You guys just sold me completely. Forget it. He's in. <laughs> he also drafted T.J. Watt and traded up for Troy Polamalu. That's it. He's in. Canton's in. all wing for him. I'm in. <laughs> the sell. It's right there. Well, we'll head back to the ice now. The Penguins clinching their 16th consecutive trip to the playoffs. The Steelers' longest streak was eight seasons. The Pirates, three. But they did it three times. Borky, how big of an accomplishment is this really? I, I think when you look at what happened to the LA Kings after winning a couple of Stanley Cups, when you look at what happened to Chicago Blackhawks winning three Stanley Cups and how they just slowly went <laughs> right downhill. Can you do that, do that again? The Penguins <laughs> did not do that. They went <laughs> They went uphill. And, and, you know, here's the common denominator. Sidney Crosby, Evgeny Malkin, and Christopher Latang. These guys, and especially Sid, have basically take this organization by the scruff of the neck, and they just continue to drag them into the postseason. It's incredible. I don't think anybody on this mm -hmm. panel, as smart as you all are, I don't, Dayon <laughs> and, 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 I, and Jenna, you guys are smart, but I don't think anybody on this panel can actually find the words, Tim, you too, can find the words on just how incredible a feat this is and makes me damn proud to be part of the Penguins organization. You can't leave out the salary cap era when you're talking about this either. That's the big thing. There have been longer streaks even in the NHL. The Blues had one. The Red Wings had one. The Bruins had one. Not comparable to what we see in a salary cap situation. Tim? Well, I'll say this, that when Borky brought up those names, a lot of seasons, those names missed a lot of games. And, you know, if you look at the 11 years in a row that the Patriots had the NFL, it could have been longer, but they had a step-back season or two because Brady got hurt or something bad happened. The Penguins managed to avoid that pothole season during this stretch of time. And to dance around that entirely for 16 straight years, never have that one walk-back season, that's impressive to me. When we come back, we're going around the horn on any topic. The final word is next.
This is the final word. Time now for the final word. Everyone gets a chance. Tim Benz won the pre-show Easter egg hunt. So, Tim, you're up first, I guess. Well, we saw a lot of attention paid to the retirement of Mike Krzyzewski at Duke. On the hockey level in college, that's Jerry York mm -hmm. from BC, and he retired as well without the fanfare or hoopla stepping away after the Frozen Four, and I think he deserves a hearty round of applause as well. Setting the wins record, all the championships with the BC Eagles. Also, guys currently on the Penguins like Mike Matheson, Brian Boyle, D Brian Dumoulin, all BC products. Rob Scuderi, Brooks Orpik played under him as well. A fantastic coach, a fantastic career that maybe didn't get the hype that Coach K did, but it was definitely worthy of it. Congrats to him, absolutely. Borky, your final word. I want to talk about the passing of Mike Bossy on Friday. Uh, Mike Bossy and Brian Trache, arguably the best duo in the history of the National Hockey League. Mike Bossy scored. 50 or more goals in nine straight seasons. Ugh. Oh, my goodness. And five of those nine, he had 60 or more. Mike Bossy passed away from lung cancer. And, uh, you know, a gentleman, he, you know, he could have been a, a, a James Dean. He actually could have been a James Bond. I want to read this because I want to get it right. Uh, because in the Players' Tribune, his final word or his finest, final sentence was, we can look back and say, thank God I was an Islander. And I love you, Brian Trache. R.I.P. Mike Bossy, arguably the greatest goal scorer to ever live. He will be missed. Dan, your final yeah, word. I definitely can't argue any of that. Uh, certainly the greatest that I, that I ever saw, right up there with 66 in terms of finishing. Uh, far be it for me to, to rain on the Pirates having had a really nice day at PNC Park today, coming back from a 3-0 deficit to win 5-3 over the Nationals, who has been playing pretty well. But you can't. If you're Derek Shelton, field a lineup and have it be called rational when, in which you sit both Reynolds and Hayes and you do it at a home game, that is not right. If you're going to do something like that, spread them out or you rest them tomorrow when we're all in Milwaukee. That is not a way a baseball manager should, should uh, conduct himself in making lineups. Well, now our final word from social media. The Pirates are five and four. Let's end the season now so we can have a winning record <laughs> with go. an average MLB well. team. And for my final word, this week for the first time since I moved to Pittsburgh, I interviewed an athlete in person in a media scrum in the clubhouse. It's been a long two plus years of the pandemic, no doubt, but interviewing athletes in that setting provided some of the most normalcy I've felt in a long, long while. It feels incredible to simply be able to have face-to-face -face conversations with athletes again and let them understand where we're mm. coming from and be able to share their stories, especially their unknown stories with you, the viewers. Maybe the NHL will come around on that someday. <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us. Happy Easter and Passover to all who celebrate. Have a great night.